Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about if you should even use Twitter in 2020. So Twitter, how many users now? About 330 million still? Something like the stock's been doing okay. Stock's as, been doing as, okay. As better at least recording this. Better as can be, I think. But user growth is flat and it has been flat for a while. I personally use Twitter every single day. It's kind of my, my news source to follow specific uh, venture capitalists, private equity people, or entrepreneurs. And I, I get a lot from because I, I get a lot of stuff that is shared that I normally wouldn't find on my own. And so I get better from using Twitter. How about you, Neil? Yeah, I've been getting better by using Twitter as well. I think it's a great place for news and information as long as you're following the right people. The real question is, is do you think Twitter's still worth it from a marketing perspective? I think so, but I think it also takes a lot of time. So we talked about in the last episode, posting natively, at least on my site, which means posting, adapting to the platform that you're on. So if you're on uh, Twitter, you, you got to do like a short form thing, which is more than 140 characters now. They've expanded it a little bit. But if you're on LinkedIn, maybe you go a little longer form, right? So it still requires a lot. Like the people that I see do really well on Twitter, like Naval Ravikant, or I see like um, even Rand Fishkin, right? They actually take time to like post the tweet and then they do a tweet storm, which is like 10 to 20 tweets. And it, it's very thoughtful. Like it's it's clear that I think it's almost akin to like thinking through like how to write a good blog post or a good ad. And we just haven't had the time to do it. So I think for marketers, if you do it well, it's worth it. There's a guy named uh, Scott Galloway. He's a professor at uh, NYU. And he actually got into a tweet war with Keith Raboy from um, PayPal Mafia guy, venture capitalist. And they started going at Jason Calacanis too. So they started going at each other. And Wait, like, who is the guy? His name's Scott Galloway. And he's like, these companies are going to lose their value. Tesla's going to you know, go out of business, lose 80%. And then Keith Raboy's like, if you're going to ban anyone from Twitter, it should be this guy. And they just got into it. And But like that guy is very controversial and he's very thoughtful about all his posts. I don't agree with everything he says, but like he makes hmm. it work. The way I look at Twitter is I've noticed the same thing over the last few years in which it barely drives traffic no matter how many followers you have, even when you engage. Like I have some of Heathen's analytic stats. I've talked to him quite a bit. He loves Twitter. But if you do extremely well, maybe you can get a couple hundred, a couple thousand. hundred visitors from a tweet. If you're really lucky, maybe a thousand. So the traffic isn't there. I was talking with the Bus Sumo founder, you know, that site you can use to find content ideas. And he was telling me something interesting. Now, although they give you social share counts from Facebook, Twitter, and they pay for Twitter's firehose, all that private data, he was telling me, he's like, no one really cares for it. They only care about social shares on Facebook and no other platform. And I get why, because Facebook can drive real volume if you crack the nut and you do it right. Twitter, you know, I've seen people get hundreds of retweets, even thousands of retweets. And then you look at their analytics. You know, I had a buddy who got, almost 3,000 retweets on one of his links and he didn't even get 3,000 visitors. So I was like, wait, so you actually got less than the amount of people who are retweeting it. Plus that is seen by more people, right? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
Twitter just doesn't provide a ton of traffic, but I think it's still a great source because I think the quality of the traffic's really high, at least in the B2B realm. And like you, I still use it for news as well. In 2020, I look at it as if you're going to use it, just post links. If you want to build up your audience, sure, go and interact and engage and create content just for that channel. But if you had a pick, I would tell you to spend more time on things like LinkedIn and Instagram than I would tell you to spend on Twitter if you had to pick and choose. Yeah, I think from a traffic driving perspective, it's a no on Twitter. And if you're doing other stuff that's working, like I think on our side, I think um, LinkedIn definitely has, LinkedIn and YouTube are, are kind of our primary, um, we're looking at those as the, the most opportunity right now. But again, yeah, trying to drive traffic from Twitter, maybe not so much, but I do find a value in being able to engage with people. Like, I think I hopped into a thread with David Council, and then I, I looped in Chamath Polyhepatia and um, Jason Calacanis, and then Heaton hopped into the thread too. And we kind of engaged back and forth. So I, I think that engagement is valuable. And keep in mind, remember the job I got, Treehouse, there was an assist from you, but also at the same time, I discovered that through Twitter. So Twitter sometimes leads those little micro interactions all you need is like a little interaction. And I think that's super valuable. But I think if you're already strapped and you're overwhelmed, maybe not so much. But I think that human touch, being able to broadcast to people, that's pretty powerful. And I'm not sure where else you can do that like really well. Maybe on Instagram, but Instagram is not primarily used for that. So I think I'm personally going to focus a little more on Twitter in 2020 just because I've like kind of stepped away from it and been lazy about it. But I don't think it should be primary for most people. Yeah, and because I'm strapped for time, I'm spending less time on Twitter in 2020 than I did in 2019, even though I barely spent any time on 2019 on Twitter. All right, so that is it for today. And if you guys want to grow faster, Neil and I, we have our Growth Accelerator Mastermind. We are full for our November meeting, but we are still taking applications now for our next meeting, which is going to be in the next four months. So you want to meet amazing executives. You want to meet amazing, go to amazing spots, amazing experiences, marketingschool.io slash live. That's L-I-V-E. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us grow and we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.